Hello, Justin. Hi, how are you? Hi, how you doing? All right. What's going on, everybody? It's Justin and Derek here today to talk to you guys about a poem. And what poem do we got today, Justin? Today we have Sonnet 116 by William Shakespeare. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and read that for everybody before we get into it. All right. Sounds good. All right. Let me not to the marriage of true minds. Admit impediments. Love is not love, which alters when it alteration finds, or bends with the remover to remove. Oh, no. It is an ever-fixed mark that looks on tempests and is never shaken. It is the star to every wandering bark, whose worth's unknown, although his height be taken. Love's not time's fool, though rosy lips and cheeks within his bending sickle's compass come. Love alters not with his brief hours and weeks, but bears it out even to the edge of doom. If this be error and upon me proved, I never writ, nor no man ever loved. Okay, so now that we've heard the poem, uh, we got some questions to answer to help explain the meaning of it. So Justin, what do you think the philosophical significance is? So in this poem, Shakespeare really seems to be discussing the nature of true love. And what he seems to really be trying to get across is that true love is permanent. It's fixed. And when uh, two people have true love, that's not something that is going to change on a whim for them. It's going to it's going to stay around for a long time, even to uh, the point uh, of death. Okay. It, it, it's not something that's weak. Yeah. Essentially. Okay. So you mentioned love. So what do you think the poem reveals about love or even friendship? And so I think that uh, an important part, an important place to start would be in the first, in the first two lines and the first three lines. Um, mm-hmm. Uh, let me not to the marriage of true minds admit impediments. Love is not love, which alters when an alteration finds. He's essentially saying that when there are true minds that are truly like each other, there's no reason why they shouldn't be together. And this really drew parallel to uh, the to the Lysis uh, okay. dialogue of Plato in which uh, Socrates talks about um, the like and the dislike and whether or not they can be friends or have relationships. And mm-hmm. so Socrates uh, begins by saying that uh, the, the way that people can form relationships is God always draws the like onto the like. And that's what he states. But then he also questions this. And he also states that like is most hostile to like. And I don't think that Socrates would necessarily agree with this poem that he would agree with Shakespeare's certainty that true love um, exists between two people who are truly like one another. And Mm -hmm. he would say he would be inconclusive about that fact. Um, what, what, What do you think about what it reveals about love? Yeah, that's an interesting connection you made. Um, I, I took it from a different angle. I thought of uh, the birthmark by Nathaniel Hawthorne, 
um, because in that story, the husband holds uh, the wife's birthmark against her, thinking that it's, you know, unattractive and that it's a reason that they shouldn't be together or something like that. But then what Shakespeare is saying in the poem, that that's not true love, that if they really cared about each other, um, those small things like that wouldn't matter. Yeah. And then I think uh, he really, I, I think that a really good way to, that Shakespeare sums up the poem is in the final three lines where he essentially says that if he's wrong, um, there, there's no love. There's been no true love that ever existed. Nobody ever really felt true love for another person. And this brings to mind uh, C.S. Lewis's Four Loves in which he says change is a threat to affection. It's not a threat to love. It's a threat to affection. Okay. Affection is just kind of a more fleeting way of liking another person. And so um, when Shakespeare talks about these changes that shouldn't affect love, those changes won't affect love, but they will affect affection. And so if Shakespeare's wrong in the final three lines, he's he's wrong about love existing. And what we think of as love seems to be more something akin to affection in the way that C.S. Lewis talks about it. Mm -hmm. And so my question for you is, what, what, what do you think this might reveal about happiness? Well, um, I would say that happiness is something that comes along with love. Um, I don't think Shakespeare is directly talking about um, a person's specific happiness. I think um, the poem is mainly about love. Uh, when someone feels no happiness, it feels um, similar to feeling lost. And on line seven, um, Shakespeare is essentially saying that uh, love is your guiding star, as he references love to be a lighthouse in that line. And that it can bring you from a dark place and feeling unhappy and um, someone who can bring such strong feelings to you can really change your life around and be your guiding star. Without a doubt, I, I think that love would be a good anchor point for most people. Um, and what, 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 do you, what do you think it would teach you about how to live life well? I would say follow those true feelings. Follow any love that you have, it, whether it be hobbies, whether it be a person, anything like that. Follow what you love in life um, because that's truly what you care about. Don't um, pretend to do things that other people love, you know. Uh, on lines 11 and 12, where it says, love alters not in brief hours and weeks. Um, and he's saying that love doesn't change either in in just a few weeks or months, that if it's something you truly love, you'll want to spend um, every moment of your life doing it. And um, when you really enjoy doing those things, that's when you're happy. So that kind of brings back into the whole happiness. It all kind of ties together. I absolutely agree. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, I think we did a good job of breaking down this poem. Thank you guys so much great for discussion. tuning in and see you next time. Thank you.